The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Australia, France, and India, and in the states of Hawaii, Arizona, and Georgia. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk Radio Network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Today, your tip is to keep a success journal. It's easy to take for granted what is working in our lives and just focus on what is absent. In a special journal, take a few minutes every day to write down one to three ways in which you were successful in your emotional responses, thoughts, words, or actions. Include positive changes in your relationships, work, health, and or finances. Even the smallest action or new thought can be a major personal victory. The more you do this, the better you will feel about yourself. I remember when I would say things like, I'm proud I stood up for myself today. More on this when I tell you my silver lining story for the day. First, I want to mention that I loved doing my past life group regression workshop last Saturday. I often find that the people who come together for one of my workshops have something important in common. For instance, once everyone was wanting to write a book. Another time, all of the participants had been sexually abused as children. 
people who don't know each other are drawn together for a reason. Sometimes it's obvious and other times it isn't. This particular day, everyone who came had the same vision when we began the past life aggression. At the end of the workshop, as they shared their past life experiences and their current life situations, it became clear that each of them had been emotionally abused in previous lives and it was manifesting again in this life. Now that they understand this pattern and its origin, they can choose to change it, heal, and develop healthy relationships. That process is not simplistic, but until you understand what is going on, you have no hope of changing. It's like being treated for cancer when you really have heart disease. The right diagnosis is essential if you want any possibility of changing. Now that they have the right diagnosis, they can begin their journey to emotional health, and some have chosen to work with me individually to reach that goal. My new workshop is titled Successful Manifestation. I decided to do this particular workshop because there are so many misconceptions and simplistic notions about manifestation. Consequently, many people get frustrated and give up just when their dreams are getting ready to manifest. To be successful at manifestation, you must first rid yourself of conscious and unconscious fears that would block your manifestations from coming into reality. You must truly believe that you are a co-creator of your life and that it is actually your job to ask for what you want. Then you need to communicate with the universe in a way that adds spiritual power to your manifestations and increases your chances of success. Lastly, you need to understand that your manifestations come at the time and in the way that you need them to appear. You must trust the process and look for the signs that everything is happening as it should. If you got everything that you want all at once, you won't be ready for it and it will disappear or appear in negative ways. Manifestation is a process, not an event. As you learn patience and gratitude for what you are receiving, you will start to notice the miracles manifesting in your life. In this workshop, you will experience strategies for releasing conscious and unconscious fears, learn the most successful ways to create a vision board, receive specific instruction for writing your manifestations, learn the right words to use to increase the spiritual power of your manifestations, gain understanding of the process of manifestation. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Friday, January 29th from 7 to 8.30. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to register for my workshop or to contact me about scheduling one in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. 
This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. Like our returning guest today, Dr. Gus Kaufman, who will talk with us about healing abuse in the LGBT community. And last week, we had a fascinating show with Mark Ireland. He shared his personal experiences as well as research providing the existence of the afterlife. Although his father, Richard Ireland, was a well-known psychic, Mark did not follow the same path until his youngest son died unexpectedly. This led Mark to search for answers, and in the process, he gained a deep understanding of the spiritual realm and his true purpose in this lifetime. Most importantly, like previous guests, he learned that we are all here on earth to grow in love and compassion. His search helped him find peace and now Mark helps other parents do the same through his books and his organization Helping Parents Heal. For more information please go to my website paulajoyce.com and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. One client who was also a listener told me yesterday how the strength in my voice empowers her to speak with strength that she didn't have previously and that my personal stories of growth inspire her to continue on her own path of making difficult decisions, changing false beliefs, seeing beyond illusion, removing unhealthy relationships and healing her life. Along those same lines, I received a beautiful email from a previous guest, Belinda Womack, author of Lessons from the Twelve Archangels. She wrote, I appreciate all of the love and comfort that you are sharing with your audience, clients, and family. The world needs all the love we can share and that the angels can bestow. Getting to know my guests has been one of the true joys of doing this show. Each one enriches my life in some special way. The first time Gus was on the show, he pointed out that girls needed to learn that it's okay to be aggressive. This was a revelation to me. Previously, I had bought into the notion that being a good person meant that being aggressive was bad and being assertive was good. Since that show with Gus, I have allowed myself to be aggressive when it's appropriate. 
My silver lining story this week relates to this revelation. As someone who grew up being abused, I learned at a young age that it was not safe to show anger. Consequently, I repressed anger for years until it started coming out in inappropriate ways. I've been letting go of the origins of this anger and finding healthier and healthier ways to express my emotions. I hit a new milestone this week. I got a letter from a company that was supposedly helping me save money on my electricity. The problem is that they neglected to successfully contact me seven months ago, which was when I needed to renew my contract to get the lowest price, or so I thought. I was angry and wanted to know what they were going to do to make this right. After consulting with her boss, my contact said that they couldn't do anything. I felt betrayed by their poor service and their unwillingness to do anything about it. But I also felt trapped. I didn't know anyone else who provided the service. I found myself saying, I'm angry and frustrated. In saying these words, I was suddenly released from that old feeling of helplessness. Just by naming my feeling out loud, it returned my power to me. I realized that I did have options. I started asking the right questions, which led me to the conclusion that I didn't need them at all. I contacted my electricity provider directly and got the same price that the intermediary was offering. My first silver lining was the learning that anger can be justified and when expressed properly can lead to positive results. The salesperson lost my business. I had been a loyal customer for years, but they no longer deserve my loyalty. I felt free, empowered, and proud of myself for acting on my own behalf. And I got an additional silver lining in the form of future savings. It turns out that like many salespeople, the company that had been supposedly looking out for my best interest was really looking out for their own commission. When I spoke directly with the service provider, they recommended a 12-month contract rather than an 18-month contract because that would allow me to lock in the lowest rates every winter. The salesperson did not reveal this information and instead was actually setting me up for a future contract renewal at the highest rates possible, which it turns out are always in the summer. In the end, taking back my power will save me money. Expressing my anger in an appropriate fashion rather than suppressing it or blasting someone allowed me to clear my head, see alternatives, and act in my own best interest. Thank you, Gus, for helping me let go of dysfunctional society beliefs that I had previously just accepted. Like my guests, my clients, some of whom are part of the LGBT community, have also brought me many blessings. One said to me, you saved my life. He and others have been surprised as they begin to see the pattern of abuse that has defined their relationships and their lives. Yes, we have made progress in many ways. Laws in the United States have opened doors for same-sex marriage, which is really about more than marriage. It's about health insurance, property rights, 
Social Security, and inheritance. It's even about assuring that a life partner can no longer be barred from a hospital sick room or a funeral because now there is a legal document protecting them. There are countries, however, where someone can still be legally sentenced to death by stoning because of their sexual preferences. And some places are not even safe to travel to as a tourist if you are part of the LGBT community. And just because laws are changing, it doesn't mean that the attitudes of families, religious communities, bosses, and neighbors are changing. People who don't fit the heterosexual mold experience multiple kinds of abuse. They are often rejected by their families, told that there's no place in heaven for them, and made to feel that the core of who they are is somehow wrong and against the natural order of things. Even with laws prohibiting workplace discrimination, the school district I worked in removed an amazing teacher from the classroom because the parents complained about his being gay. And a principal in the same district hid her sexual orientation for fear of dismissal or reprisals. And I know people who are still in the closet for fear of losing the love of their family. I find that television is a good barometer of what the public is willing to accept. We're just beginning to see women in power in some of the popular series. I don't, however, see any gay or lesbian presidents or CEOs or high-powered professionals on television. Broadway is bolder, with kinky boots as a beautiful example. There are two profound messages in that play. One is the transformative power of accepting someone just as they are. The second is that when you change one mind, you change the world. It's time to change the world, to eliminate the fear of being who you are and the abuse from the outside, which can lead to abuse within intimate relationships in the LGBT community. And our guest today, Dr. Gus Kaufman, Jr., knows a lot about this topic. He has a Ph.D. and is a clinical psychologist in Decatur, Georgia. He works with individuals, groups, couples, and families, and also trains therapists. His area of expertise include abuse, trauma, the use of body signals in psychotherapy, and sexual orientation. He co-founded five nonprofit organizations organizations, including Men Stopping Violence. Gus is interested in trauma prevention and resolution, and his curriculum on family violence is taught in the Georgia Correctional System. He has written extensively and has consulted with the Army Marine Corps and the Seattle Mariners Refuse to Abuse campaign. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click the link to read about and register for my workshop, Successful Manifestation. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Gus Kaufman to talk about helping abuse in the LGBTIQQ community.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call 1-866-472-5795. I value you and what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and I'm so pleased to welcome back Dr. Gus Kaufman this time to talk about healing abuse in the LGBT community welcome Gus thank you Paula it's exciting to be back Wonderful. Um, And I I would love it if you would begin by talking to us about abuse and to define the LGBT community, please. Great. Yeah, there there are two things we have to know. What is LGBT community? And some people even use LGBTIQQ. So let me go over Ah. those letters. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and sometimes we include intersex, queer, and questioning. Because (laughs) different people identify different ways, you know, and um, it's uh, somewhat arbitrary, but we want to respect the terms people use for themselves. Um, I think most people probably at this point know that lesbian and gay people are people who uh, affectionately and sexually are attracted to and relate uh, intimately to persons of their same gender. 
But as you probably know, gender is becoming more and more fluid for younger people particularly. And so there's a lot of transition going on. There's transsexual people, there's transgender people, and there are people who call themselves gender fluid or queer. And then intersex are people who are born with um, sexual organs that are somewhat of one gender and somewhat of the other. And that's about one in 5,000 births, I think. So there's lots of range here. Um, and it's important. The important thing is to find out how a person wants to be defined and respect that and um, use the pronouns they want used, him, her, they, whatever that person wants. The second piece is about what is abuse. And I tend to go with what might be considered a somewhat radical um, definition of violence that came from Mahatma Gandhi. And he said it's any attempt to impose your will on another person is a form of violence. Because violence is not just physical assault uh, or rape. It also includes coercion, intimidation, isolating a person, economic abuse, you know, keeping them from money, um, psychological abuse, putting them down. There's a, a very good chart called the power and control wheel that your, um, your uh, listeners could Google. And it's, it's a diagram that shows all the different, uh, many different kinds of abuse and how they fit together to put a person down and destroy a person's autonomy and right to control themselves. So that's a good start, huh? Yes, and 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 so important. Um, and thank you for the updated information. I had heard LGBTQ at times, mm-hmm. but not the um, thoroughness that you just explained. So mm-hmm. thank you for helping all of us understand more clearly. And I personally love your definition of abuse because... And and I actually call some of the non-physically violent forms of abuse the silent killers because mm-hmm. we we don't know what's happening and we don't understand that it's abuse. And so your definition, and I'm going to look up that wheel because I, it sounds um, very important in helping people understand more clearly. Yeah, that wheel was developed a good many years ago by women in Duluth, Minnesota, who were in uh, support groups for uh, battered women and who started just listing out all the things that had been done to them uh, by their supposed partners who didn't act like partners and all the ways that these people had tried to obliterate them. And, you know, some of it is, say, using... uh, privilege that comes from being male or from having white skin or from having um, citizenship status in this country, you can use those over somebody who doesn't have those things or if you have more access to the money. And as I said, also emotional abuse. And there's some forms of abuse that are, uh, I would say, almost unique to same-sex, same-gender relationships. Um, in our historical period anyway. 
like threatening to out somebody who might lose their job or their family, even though you're the you're their supposed partner, you can use that as a tool. People have used that as a tool against them. Um, you know, historically, because it's been so uh, dangerous to be out as a gay or lesbian person, um, the relationship when you found one has been sort of a haven in a heartless world. And then when that person who you see as your your safety place, when that person is dangerous, you're really in a bind. You're you're almost in a double closet then as as a person who's gay or lesbian and who's being abused. And and so it can be a very cruel situation. And then there's uh, things like transmitting HIV and rape in same-sex relationships, even in, in dating uh, or in casual encounters or in um, an ongoing relationship where the other person doesn't uh, look for consent before having sex with you. And, and, uh, and there can be, uh, that can be abusive too. So there's lots of kinds of abuse there. I think one other thing I want to say about it is that the interplay between societal abuse and abuse in intimate relationships is a very con- a very convoluted, difficult thing. And often people who've been abused growing up and then abused by society and then they get in a relationship and sometimes they're abused there too. And then they might turn to addiction as a way to ease the pain or handle the pain. And um, that makes it worse too. So there's a lot of complications here that that um, make it very difficult sometimes for folks in who are um, LGBTQ. Uh, well, there are a couple others that come to mind for me as well. And mm-hmm. one is um, religious abuse. If you grow yes. up in a religion that judges you as being um, not normal and not loved by God, and there's no place in heaven for you, and in fact, you need to be fixed. Yes. Yes. The patriarchal religions have been... You know, 25 years ago, I was asked to be on a Jewish task force by a center in Seattle, a national center, international center, called the Center for Prevention of Sexual and Domestic Violence. And at that first meeting of that task force, where we were people from all over North America, I said, you know, Judaism, which is my religion, has been one of the sources of patriarchy, of oppression of women and gay people. But it's also been a source of liberation, too. It's been both, because it, it has both in it. And most religions have both. So we have to keep doing the work of transforming these institutions if we can, or leaving them if we can't, uh, so that they support everybody. Um, I agree, and I remember when the cantor at the I'm also Jewish at the synagogue mm-hmm. that I belong to came out 
of the closet in his 40s. The mm-hmm. um, the rabbi and the whole community really embraced him, and um, and and um, and honored him and respected him for it. And the, we didn't turn against him, which was really a beautiful thing to see that um, even religious institutions are capable of change and leading the way. Yes. Yes. And. Uh, and we've, you know, part of what we're learning is we've got to keep transforming social institutions and ourselves to reflect what what works for justice, works works for equality, what works for human development, and to save the planet too. And those rigid sex roles that uh, were a part of our history just don't work anymore. And sometimes people have that, what you might, internalized oppression, you know, internalized homophobia and self-hate of, you know, parts of themselves. And it's, it's intimately tied into sexism and heterosexism. So, you know, if you, if you see, if you're a guy and you see feminine as bad, uh, you can't own that part of you. You know, sometimes you would see ads... Uh, you you would see guys on dating um, sites who say no fats, no films, you know, uh, white only. All the prejudices people can have that stigmatize parts of themselves and other people have to be worked through. They have to be. We have to shed those shackles if we if we really want a. Um, fulfilling society and fulfilling relationships. Uh, absolutely. And as a girl growing up in a male-dominated society, even though my tendencies were heterosexual, it's still, I didn't want to be a girl. I didn't want to be a woman. I thought being a man looked like a great thing. So if you're, in addition to all that, you're also told that your sexuality, who you, uh, who's a part of you that it's at the very core of who you are, is wrong. Then mm-hmm. there must be a, a self hate that develops a, an abusive self. Yes, I, I used to do a workshop, Paula, called "Shining Like the Stars We Wished On," and what I based it on was when I was in college. I had pledged a fraternity, and I would walk back from the fraternity house from dinner at evening, and I would see the first star, and my mother had taught me to make a wish on the first star. And my wish was always, God, make me not a homosexual, because I couldn't imagine a life, you know, as homosexual. And what I said to the people in the workshop is when you come to really own and embrace who you are, you don't need the stars. You shine like the stars Mm. when you really are true to yourself. But that takes a lot of work, Uh, societal work, individual work, you know, to do that healing. Absolutely. And and I also think that if... One is already that that there's a way that the um, LGBTIQQ community <laughs> is set up 
um, for abuse and intimate relationships because they're used to being abused by society, by their families, by the workplace, by, um, you know, their religious institutions and themselves. And so it's almost like how do you avoid it in an intimate relationship? Yeah, it's a complicated business because I know um, Pepper Schwartz, who's a sociologist who started studying about 30 years ago equal marriages, and she did a book called Peer Marriage, and she said when she first started studying this, she couldn't find many heterosexual people who had truly equal marriages, and she had to look to gay and lesbian relationships to see what that would look like because often gay and lesbian people have had to negotiate their roles who's going to do what and so they often have been pioneers in equal relationships but at the same time hurt people hurt people sometimes mm-hmm. so it's it's both edges and um, having how do we heal from those wounds uh, you know, we are very motivated to heal. All people want to struggle to rise and to to have their place in the sun. So, you know, even our symptoms are often failed attempts at healing. Um, maybe I could talk a little bit about some of what I've found that helps and works. Um, yes, I think that would be perfect. Let, what I'd like to do is go to break now because, mm-hmm. and then that will give us um, dedicated time, connected time to talk about the healing. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter in my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and getting what you truly want in life. You'll also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Gus Kaufman to talk about healing abuse in the LGBTIQQ community. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Gus Kaufman talking about healing abuse in the LGBTIQQ community. Gus, thank you. As we were going to break, you were about to talk about healing. So please, let's um, continue that conversation. Well, Paula, of course, there's two levels, to, at least, to healing also. There's the social change that we need to heal society so we don't keep wounding people and hurting people. And then there's individual and change and change in couples. And um, one of the things that trauma, that abuse does is creates trauma and trauma is where the mind and the body have to separate because we something overwhelms us and when we're really overwhelmed by a a massive intrusion uh, a massive assault on our being um, for protection we go numb but the body keeps the score as as one of my friend Bessel van der Kolk's um, patients said uh, and so it shows up then, the feelings show up as body signals and body symptoms. Our stomach is always upset, you know, because that's part of when you're in fight or flight mode, you don't digest because your body is preparing to, for running or fighting. And, and, and so you might have uh, all kinds of digestive difficulties and be hyper alert, difficulty sleeping and so forth. And so there are a lot of new treatments, uh, a lot of new techniques out there for healing from that. Um, You know, uh, and I'll talk about those in a minute. But, of course, first you have to get away from the abuse. And um, there are good networks out there of battered women's shelters that also will speak to men who are being abused there's a national network of anti-violence programs called the National Coalition of Anti-Violence Programs, and they have a hotline. I can give you that number, or people can just Google National Coalition of Anti-Violence Programs. If you know the number, please share it. Sure. It's 212-714-1141. Thank you. 
And there's also a group out of Seattle called the Northwest Network, which is short for the national, the Northwest Network of Bi, Trans, Lesbian, and Gay Survivors of Abuse. Because as you know very well from your work, uh, being in a group with other people who've been through what you've been through is such a powerful healing uh, method. You know, it's not everything, but it's big to hear other people share, who've shared your experience and to work together yes. on that. Oh, and you know, I mentioned the power and control wheel. Well, when you Google it, also Google the equality wheel. Because for each of the kinds of abuse that go into um, putting somebody in a one-down position, there are ways that you can work nonviolently to treat the other as an equal. So instead of, say, economic abuse, you know, making all the money decisions, isolating them, so forth, you can treat them as an economic partner and make decisions together. Or in, instead of abuse, you can use respect and trust and support versus isolating the person. And one more kind of abuse I would mention that's very subtle, and, and you mentioned it too, is claiming the truth and being the authority. Always saying, you know what's right and the other person doesn't. And uh, in my life, I've found out it's much more interesting when I am not right, and I learned something new, <laughs> which happens frequently, I have to right. say. <laughs> so, you and I were talking on the break that to be a lifelong learner is, is, is important and necessary and enlivening. So uh, absolutely, and and I was sharing with you too, which will I will share on the air that I knew someone twenty five years or thirty years ago it was when I was just beginning to understand about gay and lesbian and and the and, and entire um, community and how it works and. And and this couple had a young child in the school that my children were going to. And when I saw her at a parents meeting, I said, who's the mother? And she said, we both are. I said, I know, but who's the mother? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and now I'm able to laugh at myself. But at the time, I just was totally confused. I didn't have a concept to understand. Yeah. Yeah, so we and do all need to grow. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's it's uh, it's always available for us. So I was starting to say that part of trauma often is, um, you know, dissociating, leaving your body because it's not a safe place to be, and uh, going numb, and then you might do things like cutting on yourself to feel again. Uh, and handle stress and so forth. So there are a number of therapies out there that help with that. Uh, one's called EMDR. There's another called the trauma recovery model. And one that I'm, I teach is called uh, PBSP, psychomotor therapy. And one of the things we use is working with symbols, uh, healing symbols like what would it have been like to have had ideal parents in an ideal society who were totally supportive of who you were? 
you know, in ideal religious or institutions that supported who you were and celebrated who you were. And these, to, you know, because the human mind is so powerful, these can be very healing images. And then this concrete work in our relationships. Uh, I was fortunate early in my career to meet uh, an out lesbian psychologist, Betty Berzon, uh, back when that was a very rare thing. And Betty, before she died, wrote a wonderful book called Permanent Partners about how to do equal same-sex relationships. You know, when things are different, like one of you may make more money than the other, or, you know, one may have a supportive family and one not. And how do you negotiate around all the important things in your life to make your partnership work? And I think the last thing I would mention is the role of allies. You know, from what I hear from you, you're not an LGBT person, but you're an ally. And allies are so important for all of us, you know. You know, if you're, uh, if you're say, um, a Syrian person in this country right now, it's so important to have people who say to you, I welcome who you are. I support who you are. I am not putting you down for being a Muslim. And the same with LGBT people. We need allies. Uh, uh, so, I've said a lot. <laughs> well, you've said a lot of very important things. And I wanted to say that, just pick up on what you were talking about, the um, body keeping the score, and, and Bessel was also on the show talking about mm-hmm. that and some of the same ideas that you're sharing about healing. And it's so powerful. And I think that sometimes when we look to our body to enlighten us about what's going on in our lives, um, it, sometimes we can't face or understand what's really happening mm-hmm. in a relationship. But if we're having constant problems with our bodies, then it can be a clue. Um, like yeah. you were just talking about digestive problems, and I've been sharing with my listeners my challenges in healing these this deep fear and anger that showed up in my digestive system. And it is healing. And so mm-hmm. it is that combination of mm-hmm. facing the truth in our bodies and in our lives and then doing something about it but not being um, destroyed by it or allowing it to destroy us. Beautifully said, yeah. Sometimes people f- have different parts. They put, they put the scared kid in one part and the gay part in one part and they have to segment themselves in order to survive in society you can't be who you are at work or in your family or something and that that we pay a price for those survival strategies so that's why we really need support to um, to reintegrate or to integrate for the first time even to own all of who we are Yes, and I know that you were talking about um, groups, and mm-hmm. uh, I, the reason I invited you on this show on this topic was that I got an email from you 
after your last show about a workshop that you were doing for gay men. Tell us about that work and 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 how that helps. Sure. Uh, I have a friend and colleague, Franklin Abbott, who's a social worker, therapist, poet, uh, author, and he and I uh, about quarterly now do retreats, day-long retreats for gay men uh, in nature, uh, where we can reconnect with ourselves, we can connect with other gay men in a healthy way, and we reconnect with nature, because all of those are healing. So we'll go to a, a little retreat center, like at a state park, and we'll do some uh, tuning in to self exercises, mindfulness exercises. We'll do some exercises in pairs to get to know each other. Uh, we'll look at and have people share some of the hurtful things that have happened to them and some of the healing things. And we'll go for nature walks together. We do a silent walk where you just pay attention to what you see and smell and uh, touch. And then we'll uh, do a, a communal, a group walk all together and and seeing, sharing with each other the joy of being in a beautiful outdoor setting. And, so and what just it, one little attempt at healing. <laughs> well, and it's a powerful one and a good yes. place to end sharing the beauty of nature, yes. which I also talk about a lot on this show and share with good. you. Gus, thank you so very, very much. Um, and Gus can be reached at oakhurstpsychotherapy.com. And now I'd like to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase my book and um, various guest books. And then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, Ohm Awakening, The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and also directly with my clients my process connects your mind body and spirit resulting in faster progress and profound healing click on the link to register for my successful manifestation workshop then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email Email about yourself, your ex- success experiences, your challenges, and I will read them on the air. Those of you who live in Dallas and want to experience my ultimate creative problem solving process, join my meetup group, which meets the first Wednesday of every month. Please join us next Thursday when Tobin Blake will talk with us about a paradigm shift 
true healing. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thank you.